Hey, hey, you guys, I hope you are doing well. Happy Wednesday. I am at the time of this recording. I am just back from an incredible retreat weekend with the leaders in my community, and we just had so much fun. I am just so fired up. It is so awesome when you surround yourself with women who actually level up and I'm not I'm not saying or suggesting that people should like dump their friends or not hang out with people they've hung out for years that's not what I mean when I make this sort of statement but what I think is so important and what I truthfully didn't have in my life prior to seven years ago was women that actually had the courage to tell me hey Michelle I think you're holding yourself back. Um, There's a limiting belief there because that doesn't make sense for what we see from you. Or if you want to create this result, why are you doing this then? They actually have the courage to say, hey, lady, level up. Like if you want more abundance, this is probably what you're going to have to do. And we just really did that for each other all weekend along with you know, we were treated to these amazing trainers and all this kind of stuff um, for business development and personal development. And it was just like such an awesome weekend. I think actually also after COVID, right, it was kind of like the first time a lot of us had seen each other and a lot of people in my company had been together. So anyways, it was amazing. And I hope you have that in your life. Like seriously, we all have girlfriends and that's amazing. And they are so awesome and family and whatever but do you have those women that will tell you kind of like it is I hope you do and obviously I can't help but say if you're looking for something like that you need to join my community like you like you do like it is just the most amazing place that will help you level up and that's sort of how I'm feeling right now I I know that there's some shifts coming to my business there's shifts coming for me because I'm feeling so passionate about some things and it also opened my eyes to some things that I'm not feeling as passionate about and feeling like I had to do because I felt like you know I have to do it you know that's what the kind of revelations happen when you're surrounding yourself with women that actually empower you Anyways, speaking of women that empower me, I had the most beautiful conversation with our guest today. Kathy Davis is our guest today, and Kathy is a plant-based lifestyle coach. She's actually a recipe developer. She's the CEO of veginspired.com, and she's actually the author of two cookbooks. Like, isn't that friggin' so cool. I think that's so cool. She has like two cookbooks that you can buy on Amazon. I can't even hardly cook eggs. So that just seems really crazy to me. We had such a great conversation. I am not vegan. I'm not a vegetarian by any means, but I see the power in plant-based lifestyle and why it it can be so, you know, moving, even just adding more plant-based meals into your life and teaching your children about why it's important to have tons of vegetables and Kathy just made me see that it's not that hard and you can have some fun with your food and she shared some stories how she was she was a a preschool teacher or maybe grade two teacher I can't remember now but she said I literally ate exactly the same as my students when before she started this lifestyle and it was actually her husband that got her into this so you guys need to listen to this episode. It was really, really good, really empowering. We also chatted about Kathy taking that pivot in her life, going from being a teacher, really solid career, stable, and now they actually travel around in their um, RV, their fifth wheel RV. They both work, you know, online and they've created this whole new life for themselves. It's really, really cool, but took tons of courage. So we actually, we talked about that as well. So hope you enjoy this. Please make sure you follow Kathy. Tag us in your stories. We want to, we want to hear from you if this was helpful and inspiring. And I hope you guys are doing awesome. I really do. I hope you're having just the best week, the best month. And I hope you're really digging into the last three months of this year and and you know going for your dreams make make this a pivot in your life that you are actually just going to do it anyways we'll talk soon guys enjoy Okay, you guys, welcome back to the Michelle File Show. And today I am just so excited to chat with Kathy, who is the CEO of 
veginspired.com, author of two books, two cookbooks, helping people kind of transition into a plant-based lifestyle. So once I started learning a little bit more about Kathy, I'm just really excited to pick her brain about questions I've actually had over, over many years of thinking about a more plant-based lifestyle. So I'm super excited. So grateful for you for taking the time to chat with us today, Kathy. And I would love for you just to kind of introduce yourself and share how you got here. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here as well. So my plant-based journey really started about eight years ago. My husband found a couple of different articles in a magazine and was like, wait, these contradict each other. So which way is the healthiest way to eat? And he came across a lot of research on plant-based eating and said, gosh, we should really try this, even if we just eat more plants. So that's always been our motto is really just to eat more plants. And in the beginning, I was a huge resistor. I was like, I'm not going vegan. I don't want to be one of those people that nobody wants to have over for dinner because they don't know what to feed them. I know you know what I'm talking about. And what I loved was his advice was let's just try it. Let's just eat more plants. We'll crowd out those, those foods, those meat and dairy items that don't make us feel that great. We'll crowd those out with the plant foods that we love. And that was eight years ago, six months into eating that way. I realized that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I loved it. And I loved how I felt. And I officially went fully vegan. I know I wasn't going to be that girl um, about seven years ago. And, you know, life kind of takes its own turn. So I'm, I'm grateful I found plant-based eating and just being able to feel healthy and wholesome and just overall just joy in the way that I live and sleep and just feeling good all the time. I, oh, so, okay. So a couple of things that really stuck up for me, that out for me there is it was your husband. So that is not what I would have thought. In fact, I wrote down a question here to ask you, like, how do you convince your, your family to do this with you? But your story is a little bit different that it was him. And gosh, I just love that idea of don't worry about just becoming a vegan, worry about getting more veggies in, which I, I, I love that. And I hope that that's kind of um, a focus we can talk about today. It's not that you want to try and convince everyone to be vegan. You want to share with people why getting more veggies in is so important. And I love that. I would love for you to share what in that six month period, that first six months, what were those initial things that really made you realize, okay, we feel so much better. Do you remember what those things were? I do. And I, you know, I really am grateful. I had a friend ask me how I felt early on because I don't know if I would have even been able to articulate it. If somebody hadn't said, Oh, wow, you're eating more plant-based. How do you feel? And I remember saying back to her, I just feel lighter. Like, I just feel like I'm not heavy and bloated. And I don't mean heavy and like weight loss or anything like that. I mean, my insides just felt cleaner and lighter and I was sleeping better and I had more energy. You know, I was working at that time, I was working an hour away from home. So I had an hour commute in the morning, an hour commute at night. And I remember being so tired all the time. But when we started eating more plants, it was like an excitement. I couldn't wait to go home and see what crazy concoction, because my husband did a lot of the cooking too, what crazy concoction he was going to cook up with plant-based ingredients. And I remember one recipe that he made was squash. It was a squash queso. And we've since modified it about a dozen ways to make it our own, but it was this mac and queso with a squash based cheesy sauce. And I'm like, I don't even know if I like squash as an adult. Like, I'm pretty sure that was the stuff that my family fed at Thanksgiving that looked like earwax. Like, I don't know how I feel about this, but it was so good. And that was one of the big barriers that I realized is it wasn't how I thought it was going to be. And so it really, just those gradual trying different things, it opened my mind. Yeah. 
I, I, so good. I mean, you're just like nailing so many people's objections right there. So I just, I would, how do, how do we make vegetables taste better, Kathy? Like, okay, how do you, how do you convince me that? And, and I love all veggies now, but you know, 10 years ago when I was 80 pounds heavier, <laughs> the thought of having to eat squash was like, oh, I, like it was just, I dreaded it. So I have kind of figured out how to, how to make things taste better, but let's pretend that my whole audience is like, she's crazy. I am not going to live off celery. How do we make these things taste better? What do we do? Like, what are some simple tips to kind of kickstart people into this? So a couple of tips that I have one play into the sauces and flavors you already like, right? I love Buffalo sauce. I love barbecue sauce. So I just look for one that has vegan ingredients. I mean, again, again, if you're not going fully vegan, it may not matter to you if there's, you know, a weird natural flavor because you wouldn't have known that anyway. But overall, it's really playing into those familiar flavors with those foods you already like. I remember another early recipe we always did was we did potato taco filling. So we'd cut the cut little white or gold potatoes into little cubes and just cooked them up in taco seasoning. So we love potatoes, we love taco seasoning, and then you load it with all your favorite taco filling, all your favorite taco toppings, lettuce, tomato, avocado. You know, if you do still eat dairy cheese, you can eat dairy cheese. I don't recommend people try the vegan cheeses early on because I think they do have like a funny taste. I'd almost rather you be like, I love cashews. Let me try a cashew cheese or a cashew cream, something that you already know you enjoy and really, you know, playing into those flavors. Like I said, that you like, if you love dill, add some fresh dill to your salad. If you love, like I said, barbecue sauce, barbecue up those cauliflower, uh, if you love, you know, Asian inspired foods, really play into the soy sauce and the, and the Thai basil and the curry and just really play into those flavors and let those spices that we use when we season other things, season those veggies for you. Yeah, I think that is the key. I mean, when I think about vegetables, I think about like, I'm sorry, mom, I know you listen to this, but I mean, you really used to butcher a lot of stuff like <laughs> boiling asparagus and then okay we've got so you just have like these horrible I think that's why people have such bad memories of vegetables but now like roasting them and grilling them and spicing them up people are so scared of sauces and spices and I always think like what's the worst I just like wash it off like what's the worst that's going to happen but such great advice to go with the type of flavorings you already like and, and use them. That's such, such good advice. So how do you, how did you, do you have children, Kathy? I don't have children, okay. just cats. Okay. So you didn't have to convince your kids. So do you have advice though for that? Like, do you have advice that the mom's listening to this and she's like, you know, I want to, I want to start like bringing this into our life a little bit more. Do you have some advice for getting those kiddos, teenagers, husbands that maybe aren't quite like your husband was like my husband upstairs. I can imagine him like, what, um, how do you get them on board? Well, I always joke that I was like the big kid, right? My, my favorite vegetables seven, eight years ago were carrots and corn and cucumbers. I didn't like tomatoes. I love them now. I didn't like beets, love them now. So, you know, and as I mentioned, my husband did a lot of the cooking and it really was those familiar foods. I know I keep coming back to that, but if your family loves sweet potatoes, make a sweet potato curry, substitute the chicken for curry. If your family loves chili, See if you can do a grain in place of the meat or try lentils because lentils seem to be an easier bean or legume to get people to palate over, you know, throwing in extra kidney beans. No, but I, I still pick out a lot of kidney beans. I don't, I was never a bean okay. lover. So I've come a long way, but I always say I ate like a, I ate like a kid. I mean, peanut butter and jelly, chicken nuggets. I'd go and get a salad and I would douse it with blue cheese dressing. I mean, it was, it wasn't as though I had this vast, you know, varied palette where I was eating all these fancy plant ingredients. 
I was pretty simple. And so for me, it was really playing into those foods I already liked and those flavors that I already liked. And I know I said that, but I think with kids, especially, you know, giving them choices, maybe it is that you, you focus your meals more on bowls where people can, you know, kind of build their own meal. And maybe it is, yes, you can have a small piece of chicken, but we're also going to ask that you try one of these beans or you try a lentil or a chickpea and really start introducing them to new foods. Because I mean, a lot of us didn't eat a lot of these things growing up. I mean, the only bean I think that we ate in my house were chickpeas. And that was only if my mom bought them to put on our salads, we never made hummus. So it's, it's really about giving them more variety in their food in general, and then playing into that. And I always tell people like, I was a school teacher, so I taught elementary school and I watched what the kids brought in to eat and their lunches were pretty much like my lunches. So I know that kids eat similar to me. So I feel like as you expose them to new things, they can have fun with it. You are actually an expert because your kid, your lunch was the same as your students. I love that. That's so good. Um, but it just goes to show, I mean, now you have two cookbooks helping people live this type of lifestyle. So, and in a pretty short period of time, I mean, eight, eight, seven, eight years, right? So like, I love that, that in a short period of time, you have really transformed. So what are some of the bigger transformations for yourself that you have discovered through becoming plant-based? Even you can go into, I think obviously your job and your career has changed as well. So maybe share a little bit sort of from a lifestyle perspective. And then I would love for you, we have lots of women that listen that are building online businesses and pivoting in their life. So you're, you're welcome to get into that as well. Cause I'm really curious about that. Sure. Yeah. So I, to back up a little bit, I was a teacher when we lived in North Carolina, which was actually 10 years ago. When I went fully plant-based, I was living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I had been commuting to a, I worked as a director of administration VP of a small company. So I was starting to get that entrepreneurial yeah. spirit anyway. And I, I loved my transition to plant-based because I felt like it was real. It wasn't like I woke up one morning and was like, oh, I'm going vegan tomorrow. I, I really dug into what the information really said. I really wanted to make sure that I was equipped to answer the questions that I knew were coming, right? Where do you get your protein? How, how do you make things taste good? Well, are you really only going to eat tofu and grass? Like those funny questions that, that come up. And I remember being in a doctor's office and I said, oh, well, my husband and I are eating more plant-based. And she's like, well, where are you going to get your calcium? And I was like, I don't have an answer for that. But when I got home, I was going to find out an answer because I wanted to make sure I was equipped. And what I realized along the way is the questions I had were the same questions other people had. Mm-hmm. So I did what any, you know, what was I then in my twenties, 20 something, 30 something would do. I started a blog, right? Veg inspired. I started it. I was going to equip the world with all the information that I questioned as I was doing this. And I found early on as we transitioned to plant-based eating that I loved sharing the recipes that we were making in the kitchen. I loved being in the kitchen and playing around and trying different flavors. And how can we make cauliflower taste like you know, buffalo wings and how can we make a good vegan ranch dressing and just the different things. And so I, I started sharing those recipes on veginspired.com and our life kind of, you know, transformed a bit. I got a new job. I was now working in marketing and more, the more experiences that I had in life, the more I realized I could really do this for myself. So Now we're plant-based running a blog. This is about four years ago. And my husband and I came across the idea of selling our house and traveling the country full-time in an RV. Oh, oh yes. Oh my gosh. I forgot this whole part of your bio. Oh yes. Tell us about this. This is so cool. Yeah. So we sold our house three years ago, almost to the day. Actually, we're about, we're about a month, a month shy of our three-year anniversary of selling our home, moving our cats into our RV to travel the country, an RV that I mind you, we just had purchased. So it wasn't something we'd been doing, you know, camping weekend trips. This was like, we're making a lifestyle change and we're doing it. 
So, cause you asked me a little bit about entrepreneurialism and I wanted to really get into how I kind of set myself up to where I am. And so in the transition of leaving our house and moving into the RV, I had to make a decision with my job. I mean, I was working full time in marketing, great small company, family owned. I loved what I did, but I knew I couldn't do all of it from the road. No. And so it was, it was in that moment that I realized I needed to really start picking up this quote unquote side hustle blog and figure out what I was going to do with it. So I stayed with my company for about a year from the road part-time and started to build Veg Inspired. And about six months after parting ways with them, I got the pitch for the cookbook. And so it was like everything just kind of laid out as long as I continued with the belief that it would. And I always tell people like, take every baby step you can toward that goal because that belief and that faith in yourself and your goal is going to propel you. You just don't know what's out there because it's off your radar screen. Yeah. Yeah. Such good advice. I, that's what I tell my ladies all the time. You know, you, you're not going to know the steps. You're never going to know the steps that it's going to take you to get there. Just keep having the belief in what you, you want to create. And I also think, and it's apparent, you guys can't see Kathy's face, but she's just smiling so brightly when she's talking about this it was your love. It was like, it, you just knew this is what you wanted to do. You loved sharing the recipes. So I think there's a lot of energy behind things that actually come to fruition. If you want it and you just find the joy in it every day, even when it like, isn't looking perfect yet. Like, Oh, I don't know if this is exactly, if you keep that joy and belief, it's going to get there. Things just like appear in your path that you can't even believe um, that they get there. And I'm sure if we went back eight years and you were going to tell yourself that you had written two cookbooks, you would be like, about being (laughs) plant-based, you would be like, you're insane. But everything laid out in front of you so perfectly. I, I just love it. You're such an inspiration. That's so amazing. Okay. So you said something, I'm going to pivot back because this question is a big one for me. Where do you get enough protein? How do you get enough protein as a veg, like going vegan? Yes. Well, I ate a lot of beans and I didn't love them to begin with, but I do eat a lot of beans with every meal. And actually one of the big things that I found with the whole you know, plant-based living in general, and really just the nutritional information that's out there. And again, I'm not a nutritionist or dietitian, but what I've really been able to kind of deduct, I suppose, or get from the research and the information is that a lot of times the quantity in which we need is over-exaggerated. And one of the ways that I really kind of processed through, was I getting enough how, how was this all working? As I actually just set a plan to eat what I normally eat and I suffered through tracking it for a week to really see what that looked like. And what I found was there's protein in spinach and I eat spinach two and three times a day. There's protein in broccoli, more protein in broccoli than you think there is. And we eat broccoli a lot. We love broccoli. We love broccoli uh, uh, sprouts. We'll eat those on our salad a lot. Um, I love lentils and I love tacos. So a lot of times I'll do a lentil type of taco filling. I do like beans now. I love hummus. It's one of our go-to. We we make the chickpeas from scratch right in the Instant Pot, right from the Instant Pot, right to the food processor. And it whips up this delicious hummus. It's it's like you were, I don't know, in another country, just enjoying the Mediterranean flavors. It's just so good. And I eat that a lot. That's my go-to snack. I don't put oil in it. So it's a very, you know, it's a lower fat option. And it really has helped me kind of see that I didn't need at one, I didn't need as much protein. And two, there was protein in pretty much everything I eat. And I had a client once say, you know, mother nature packages these foods into perfect little morsels or packages. And when we try to eat them differently, we are taking apart what what she wanted us to have. And that was really, really insightful because it was, it was really about 
just eat it as close to mother nature intended us to eat it and we'll get the whole package. And that's, that's really been kind of how I process through, you know, really following a plant-based diet. And I don't eat a lot of the vegan processed foods. So for me, it's really about making sure that I get a balanced amount of whole plant foods and and I love color. So colorful meals are my favorite. Yeah. I think those are such great, valuable tips that you just gave and shared or insight, I guess. I come from helping women, you know, I really try and help them find a healthy, sustainable lifestyle that they can live with. And it'll lots of times my clients want to lose weight and you know, it doesn't, you could do a Google search and find 7,000 different weight loss plans that are going to be the one. And at the end of the day, I tell them all of them will probably work. Being vegan will work for someone doing more protein will work for someone, but you're never going to know what's going to work for you until you track it. Like you just said my favorite word, because I have to track still because my body changes. I'm now in my forties and I'm noticing, okay, well, that doesn't seem to be working as well anymore. What's going on? Track how I'm feeling, track how I'm sleeping, track my skin, track my foods. Like, how did I feel after the meal? That stuff is so important because maybe a vegan lifestyle didn't work a few years ago for me in my twenties, but maybe it will work now. Like you really don't know. So I, that is, that's the only plan that's going to work for you is the one that you figured out is going to work for you (laughs) because there's lots of different ways to eat. And it's the thing that you'll stick with. That's, you know, that you love and you'll stick with and you'll get adventurous with and have fun with. And also the thing that makes you feel the best. I mean, if you're feeling gross after your meal, that that is wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Right? That, that is exactly what I tell my clients. And what I loved was that I didn't hear you say I track my weight loss because that's, that's so far from the objective, right? You, you completely communicated exactly what my philosophy too. Like if you track, how foods make you feel, then you know what your body wants. And, you know, so many people are like, oh, I ate that burger and fries at lunch and I felt terrible the rest of the afternoon. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Does that feel like that every time you eat that? Yes. And one of the things, and we didn't really touch on this earlier, but one of the things that I didn't realize until later was how bad I really felt when I ate standard American foods that, that my body didn't like. I didn't know because that was how I always felt. I didn't know I could feel better. And that's, that's, I love that you brought up tracking because that is so, so important. And I always tell people like, if you want to eat a certain way and you find that that's the best way that makes you feel good, those little, those little things, the, the tracking, how you feel, the better sleep, the just having more energy, that's, what's going to help you stick with it. Yeah, exactly. Because, because it feels good. Exactly. I know I have such a great example. Saturday night, I had a girl's night, hundred percent, eight things I wouldn't normally eat, drank like, And the next day I woke up, I'm like, it's like I injected myself with the flu. Like, why do we even do that? I mean, and it was fun and I I wouldn't change it for the world. And every once in a while, I'm all about like balance and do what gives you joy and all that kind of stuff. But in the morning, I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've done in a long time. Like I, it's like, I took the flu and just injected it. Cause now I've kind of like feel like crap all day, but I used to feel like that all the time because I was making those ridiculous choices all the time. Like it was the norm. And once you start like writing that down and saying, oh, okay. And it can be as simple as maybe yogurt for some people, too much dairy. I mean, anything like there's, I, I find that you can, you can find foods that will literally propel you to your weight loss goals. If weight loss is your thing and you can find foods that are going to hold you back. And sometimes they're both 
healthy foods. And, you know, cauliflower might work for you and might not work for the next person. Like for me, it actually makes me bloated and not feel good at all. So that's like not something I want to eat a lot of, even though I love it. So once you start tracking, you find out these amazing things about your own body. Yeah. Yeah, And, and I, you know, I tell people all the time, like, I was a spaghetti lover growing up. Somebody actually asked me like, what did you eat before you were plant-based? Well, again, I was like a toddler. So I ate spaghetti a lot. All I ever wanted. And now in this moment, whole food plant-based vegan, I cannot, I don't feel good after I eat white spaghetti or even whole wheat spaghetti, but I can eat an entire loaf of sourdough bread. So even the same type of food, right? Like those white refined, you know, flowers and things of that nature, it might be different foods. And I don't recommend eating a loaf of sourdough bread unless it brings you joy, but (laughs) um, I don't feel that heavy feeling that I feel after I eat pasta. And it's just, it's learning that intuition, learning, learning about it. And you actually said something that, um, you know, I always tell my clients it's intention over perfection. And when you said, really looking at what brings you joy, like that girl's night, you probably had so much fun. If you're not going to regret that one, you know, those couple of pieces of cheese or that extra glass of wine, because you had so much fun in the moment, you know, that your body will recover. And that's what I tell people, like your body, when you start feeding it, these healthy, nourishing foods, it'll recover faster. So that extra glass of wine or that extra craft beer or you know, maybe you had a vegan cupcake or two at the last vegan restaurant you went to, your body's going to be able to recover faster because you are, it's used to getting these whole plant foods. And I always tell them, you know, make sure that pivot back is intentional, right? You had that moment out with the girls, you loved it. The next morning, you're going to get right back to your oats for breakfast or whatever makes you feel good so that you can really satisfy how your body feels the next day. And I find I want that. So 10 years ago when I was like heavy and eating not good stuff all the time, I would have a night like that. And the next day it would just continue on. It was like more grease, more chips, might as well finish them all off. Like I screwed up now, (laughs) you know, like, but now when I got up yesterday, I know exactly, okay, I'm going to have my shake. I'm going to put zucchini in it. Like I know how to get myself feeling better really quickly. And my body like craves that it, it's like that was fun don't be weird and go on the scale and beat yourself up because here's news flash you're gonna be heavier <laughs> like your body is gonna like it's like right. you, get, you get to know and you you don't make those weird decisions that send you on like a mindset tangent so but you also know exactly what your body it wants and craves to get itself back on track and then in a few days you're going to feel as good as new and i think it's just like a, just making a commitment to establishing new habits new routines Don't freak out if you have two vegan cupcakes or you had chicken when you weren't going to have chicken. Like just like every day is like one little baby step to just feeling so good in your body and feeling proud of yourself and making these really good decisions. Yeah, I love that. That, So interestingly enough, and I don't know if this is in on that one pager that they sent over, but about a year and a half ago, it's almost, we're almost pushing two years. I was actually at my heaviest weight, right? Here we are traveling the country in an RV, access to all of these amazing vegan food places. I mean, just, we can eat out, we can explore, we can do all the things. And I remember saying to my husband, I need to get this under control. Like I can't eat out every day. I don't feel good. I, all the signs were there. Like I didn't need to step on the scale to know I didn't feel good. Like, let's be real. You know how I, you know how it is. Yeah. And so we set the intention to create these daily habits around eating whole food, plant-based meals, whole food, plant-based, skipping a lot of those vegan analog products that we'd been eating for those five years, you know, really reducing our oil down to, you know, not, not really using it, eating, getting the, the high fat or the good fats from things like avocados and nuts and seeds and really looking at foods as close to nature intended. And I remember saying to him, but wait, we're going to Disney world in a month. 
what are we going to do? And he's like, we're creating intentional daily habits. It's not about that one trip to Disney World. He's like, you're probably going to go to Disney World and not want to eat the stuff there anyway, because that's, you know, a month from now. Like, don't beat yourself up about what might happen. Mm-hmm. Focus on, like you said, those day-to-day snippets. And that really is the, how we propel ourselves to success. And think about it. It's like that with anything. It's not even like the day in and day out things that we do to build our business, the day in and day out things that we do to be good parents or be good spouses or, you know, to grow in our personal lives, to read books, the day-to-day things we do to make our bodies feel good. I mean, it really is those those daily habits, the movement, I mean, water, hydration, it's all, it's all about daily habits. It's so true in, in everything we do. And I think as women, we have this perfectionism to, I don't know, like we just feel like if we make a decision, we should be able to just perfect it right away. And that's just not the way it is. It, it takes like little tiny, little, little things in anything you're trying to do, whether it's Kathy writing a cookbook, I'm sure that didn't just get written in one night. Like it took every day, like intentionally doing it. Same thing with your, your health, your wellness, fitness, all that kind of stuff. So love it. I think people will really take some really great, great snippets out of this and, and know that it's just those little things day by day, get more veggies in. If, if something, if plant-based is really speaking to you or you wanted to try it. So yeah, let's, let's go there. Actually, if someone is listening to this and like, okay, I want to try this with my family. What would three, three, like easy tips to get started for them? What would that be? What would that look like? Yeah. So one thing I always say is go the path of least resistance. So if your family is like die hard milk drinking people, (laughs) don't try and swap out the milk. Maybe start with swapping in veggie broth. Maybe start by adding a second side dish of vegetables. So if you're normally the like meat, meat plus three, or, you know, maybe this time it's, you know, potatoes, broccoli, and carrots, and smaller portions of meat, like really start to crowd out that plate. So tip number one would be to really change the things that are path of least resistance. Maybe it is adding non-dairy, non-dairy milk to you know, coffee creamers or smoothies where they may not know, you know, not that they don't notice, but where it's the path of least resistance. Um, tip number two is really starting to plan it in. So maybe it's okay, family, we're going to try meatless Monday. Are we, you know, can we do chickpea burgers? Can we do veggie burgers? And thinking about, again, back to what I said earlier, those familiar foods that aren't going to be like, here, everybody, let's try okra. You know, like, let's not think of let's not try and upset the system, like keep it simple. And then my third tip really is to lead by example. If this is really something you want to do, it goes back to that positive self-talk, right? I want to get in the kitchen and cook nourishing meals for my family. I want, I, my, my kids are going to want to try different vegetables. And I know sometimes that's like, no, they're really not right. Again, I know how I was, but not saying, I know you don't want to eat this, but you're going to have to try it anyway, but making it more about let's go to the store and try a new vegetable, you know, try a new fruit. Maybe it's as simple as changing up the afternoon snack from greasy potato chips to, you know, hummus and carrot sticks or veggie sticks, or maybe you make little pinwheels of, you know, hummus with veggies and to make it a little bit more fun. I don't know. Those are just you know, as far as I'm concerned, the whole, the whole concept is really taking this to the next level with the path of least resistance. And, you know, I talked about being a pasta eater. Maybe it's as simple as eating pasta with red sauce and vegetables instead of pasta and red sauce and meat. Maybe it's as simple as, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, it's not something where I would be like, okay, let's feed everybody tofu, but maybe it's a big veggie taco and there is some tofu for them to try. Yeah. And, and just slowing the process down and allowing everybody to really come at it at their own pace. I mean, it took me over six months to transition. Yeah. I love that path of least resistance. Absolutely. You know, just, just even just adding those little bits in and kids, I think personally, 
moms, parents, we like to put the blame on our kids. But I know when I'm at the grocery store, my daughter is always picking up like the papaya and the, the, oh, all these weird things. And I'm always the one like, no, no, because I'm afraid it's going to go to waste. She's not going to like it. But at the end of the day, why not buy one, open it up? Let's, let's take it even a step farther. Okay. If we're going to get a fun new fruit, let's get a fun new vegetable. We're going to, we're going to scour all our kids are on friggin' TikTok. They know they can go probably search, search how to make this vegetable taste good. Like make it fun. And then everybody is kind of more excited about getting more veggies in. I think at the end of the day, even if you take anything from this, this is what I teach my clients too. like, get that plate full of vegetables. You can't go wrong. (laughs) Get it full of veggies. You you're not, nothing bad is going to come from that. And then if you still want your little bit of protein or whatever, or you just kind of want to move into a more plant-based lifestyle, do it bit by bit by bit. Thank you so much. Yeah. These tips are so good. Now you have two cookbooks. I want to hear about them. I I would love for you to share, you know, maybe a couple of your favorite recipes from your cookbooks that you've, have you guys developed all the recipes yourself? Like, have they just, wow. Yes. Yes. That's so cool. Have you always liked to cook? Um, I not really know. In fact, my aunt sent me a letter when I, for my first book, the whole food plant, 30 minute whole food plant-based cookbook went up, went on sale. She's like, I can't believe you're the person that we had to teach how to boil an egg. I was like, I know my husband loved to cook. And so I would sit in the kitchen with him. It was like our tradition after work. I would sit in the kitchen. I had a little stool in our house and I would sit there and I would watch. And I was like, okay, teach me. Cause I mean, the, I mean, I could cook basic things. Like I could brown some meat, boil some spaghetti. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, I was like a toddler. So it wasn't, the foods I ate weren't really fancy. Um, and he would, he would show me different techniques. And then I started to experiment with flavors and spices and really sauces and trying to, because again, make foods taste familiar. So it's in, I'm in there mixing, you know, barbecue and buffalo to try and get that sauce that we had at that restaurant one time, or how can I make this taste like the taco filling that we used to make as kids? And I started to experiment and really started to build my own confidence in the kitchen. And then when the book opportunity came, I was like, okay, what recipes did I want way back when? And so I really looked at the foods that we were eating, but also the things that people would ask about breakfast. So that 30 minute whole food plant-based cookbook really runs the gamut of different types of meals, breakfasts, appetizers, snacks. And I wanted to take it beyond the things that I ate as snacks were Doritos and chips. And, you know, I really wanted to say, okay, how can we make this whole food plant-based more accessible with flavors we enjoy? So there's, you know, white beans, which again, I was not a huge bean fan, but we turn them into different white bean dips. So there's one with rosemary. There's one with a lot of different spices, some red tomatoes and capers and different balsamic vinegars and really pulling in flavor without sacrificing taste and also without taking forever because that was the other thing, right? And I wrote all the cookbooks from the RV and there's no dishwasher. Yeah, I was going to say, so you are making all of this stuff in a little RV kitchen. Yes. I have absolutely no excuses now, Kathy. Like, (laughs) I am not, I don't love cooking at all, but my husband does. Um, But you're inspiring me. You really are. I need to get my butt in that kitchen because we got actually a really nice kitchen. I just, I don't like it to get messy. (laughs) Well, I don't love my kitchen to get messy either, but I found that, um, and in fact, so we wrote the 30 minute whole food plant-based cookbook. And then the second cookbook, the super easy plant-based cookbook really kind of came on the shirt tails of that. And that one came because while I was writing the 30 minute cookbook, I realized I was using so many pots and pans and just stuff. It just felt like I needed to make it even easier. So yeah, yeah, thank you. Because that is one of why I wrote this down because when I have looked and I, I have done months of plant-based in my life, 
And it just felt like a lot, like just a lot all the time, a lot of dishes, a lot of ingredients, a lot of weird stuff that I didn't have in my little town that I had. So I love that you're making this. I loved the idea of 30 minute, but now you're saying you even want to step farther to create a little bit easier lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. So the super easy plant-based cookbook focuses on four different types. There is a chapter on 30 minute recipes, but they're all new 30 minute recipes. So they're not the same ones. Um, and they're more al along the lines of, again, that ease, but also fewer ingredients. Maybe it's a 30 minute, but also a one pot. Uh, this, the other chapter is five ingredient recipes. So they come together super fast. Some of them do use a recipe from later in the book, but most of them don't because I just found like, if you're constantly having to make the second recipe, then it's not going to five minutes, right? And then one pot meals, which became my new favorite. Now, again, I wrote this cookbook in the colder months. So it always is funny when I'm on a podcast or I'm talking to people and I'm like, well, my favorite meal is, our favorite meals are sheet pan meals, but it's been a hundred all summer. Like that's not realistic. Obviously I'm not putting in sheet pan meals when it's a hundred degrees in an RV. Yeah. But my favorite meal from that cookbook are the chickpea El Pastor tacos. They're chickpeas, pineapple, onions. You roast them on a pan. And then when they're done, you toss them in a lime, soy sauce, and spice blend to make this taco filling. And you top it with a little pineapple, cilantro, onion, salsa so good they're a favorite and they're so easy sounds delicious well I swear this podcast world is is making me bo go broke because every single person I have on my show I'm like okay I'm gonna be getting that cookbook I'm gonna be doing this now I'm gonna sign up for your path <laughs> it's so funny but that one sounds perfect I can see my daughter having a lot of fun with that too I can see kids like once you invite them into the process that they would be really kind of curious and really excited about it when it's not just throwing zucchini in front of them and saying we're only eating vegetables now like you're making it fun tasteful and yeah something that would be exciting for a family to try yeah yeah, yeah. and you know it's interesting because we I don't have children but I know that they sell knives nylon knives that kids can use in the kitchen so when you talk about inviting them in maybe it is them coming in and helping you prep maybe it does become you know, a family affair. I always tell, I, I teach a live show every week. And one of the tips that I give is kind of meal plan and keep those traditions. If you have a fun Friday meal where you all do pizza, but now you want to be plant-based. And so what are you going to do? I'm like, incorporate that family tradition into a new tradition. Maybe everybody's in the kitchen making that pizza together, or maybe it's, you know, a taco bar or a baked potato bar where people can pick different things and you really make it fun and, and interactive and really allow everybody to come together and just enjoy their time together. Yeah, exactly. And you know what, opening your whole family up to new experiences, it doesn't mean that, you know, maybe this won't be for them for their whole life, but you've given them the opportunity to, to realize that there's more than just meat and potatoes. <laughs> There's more options out there for, um, for families. Like it, you don't have to stay stuck in a box. Like, like, I feel like we were kind of as kids, we didn't know anything else, like processed, all that stuff was what, what was in the times at that time. And, and it, there's so much more that can, uh, that you can get into now and just so much healthier. So that's amazing. So how, where can people find you? I know they can go to your website. I'm sure your cookbooks are on Amazon, but where specifically can they follow you and, and kind of connect with you, Kathy? Yes. Yes. So I'm very active on the veg inspired Instagram. It's usually where I have everybody connect because it's so easy. I run my own Instagram account, so I'm very active there. I also run and host a uh, veg inspired foodies Facebook group. Okay. I'd go live in there each, each week, do different trainings, different tips meal demos, things of that nature. 
And then yes, the cookbooks are available on Amazon, but if you're not an Amazon shopper, I always say hop on Amazon, snag the ISBN number and any local bookstore can actually order it for you. It may not be the prime time, right? Getting it in two days, but you can support your local bookstores if you prefer to do that. Oh, that's such a good tip. No one's ever shared that before. That's such a good tip. Cause I know there are lots of amazing local bookstores. So that's, that's really good. Well, I am hundred percent getting, I'll end up just getting both of your cookbooks. So I can't wait. I'm going to have to screenshot some of my, take pictures of some of my creations. <laughs> yes. And tag me in Instagram, yes, put them up I there in your stories. Be like, look, I'm eating more plants. Oh, I will. Absolutely. This was so good. I, I thank you for just bringing a simplified way for people to get more veggies into their life, first of all, but also to transition and try experiment and make it sort of a fun experience instead of something that people like you're never going to do something you dread. So following people like you on social media, grabbing cookbooks that are going to keep it fun and exciting. And knowing that you started not like not super into healthy stuff. I love that because that's so real for so many people. So thanks for sharing that with us. We appreciate you. And you guys will share all of that, um, all those links, your Facebook group, all that kind of stuff in the show notes. So I'm sure Kathy would love to see all of our pictures of our plant-based meals. We can tag her, tag her in stories and, and on the gram. Thank you so much, Kathy. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate it. It's awesome. All right. I know you guys loved that one. It's powerful. I hope you took away some really valuable inspiration and some things that you can actually start implementing into your own life. As always, I appreciate you guys so much. I would love if you would subscribe to this show and also leave a review. Five star would be awesome. No, honestly, I just appreciate hearing what you take away from this show and how it's helping you. I just I just really love hearing from you guys. Make sure you're following me at Michelle File on Instagram and Michelle Moore File on Facebook. I love when you guys send me messages. I love when you tag me in your stories. It's just so fun to see that some of you are really getting some really great information from these shows and these incredible guests that I'm having on. I hope you have an awesome week and we'll see you next Wednesday.